It's time to know your soul. Are you seeking the you within? Has people pleasing stressed you out? It's time to find your light so you can share your entrepreneurial gifts with the world. Well, Red Rover on over. But the only thing you're breaking through is yourself. This is Soul Amplified. Are you ready? Hello and welcome to the Soul Amplified podcast. I am Vanessa Grace, your host. I am so excited that you are here with me right now because um, we're going to talk about some really good things today. We're going to talk a little bit about the holidays and Christmas. We're going to talk a lot about that and just what what can you be doing right now to help yourself be less codependent this holiday? Hey, it's just Vanessa from right now interrupting Vanessa from the past to remind you that this episode is an older episode and I'm re-releasing it because it has lots of wonderful information in it just for right now for the holidays. Um, So just keeping that in mind that for a while I'm just going to be re-releasing old episodes that are wonderful and chock full of good information. So you might hear me talk in this episode about different programs or things that I have going on, but those are for the time that this episode was released and are not for actually right now and um, the tail end of 2023. So what I actually have happening for you um, right now is something called the Holiday Detox and Full Moon Ceremony. Ooh, Vanessa, please tell me more. Yes. So this is a live in-person small group event happening the day after Christmas, December 26th. It will be in the evening and a couple hours long. It has been on my heart for quite some time that I have been wanting to have an event between Christmas and New Year's because there's so much that happens and that um, in, you know, the holiday seasons being so scrunched together in the US and then um and then there's the just this big shift that occurs that week inside people and there's kind of this level of exhaustion plus joy plus we need a place to put all of our stress and we need a place to put how we feel about our year and the new year approaching and so that is why Uh, this event is happening. I've been wanting to create that for everyone, probably because I need it myself as well. So the the quick information is that, again, it's December 26th. It's going to start at 6 or 6.30. I think 6.30. I have to iron out a detail with that. It's $35. The link for that will be in the show notes. Um, There's going to be snacks. There's going to be a lot of releasing and grounding, coming back to our center and just like letting go of that shit that we uh, carry around from the holidays, the stress. Um, And even if it's a great time, there's just this certain amount of pressure. And then we're going to have space for calling in new intentions. We're going to have space for rebalancing And I'm really excited about it. We're going to cap it at eight to nine people just because of um, the space that I'm holding it in. That's how many people can physically be there. 
Um, so it's just been on my heart for a while to create something for that week. And what had kept coming to me was that it needed to be the Tuesday after Christmas. And when that came to me, I didn't know what day of the week Christmas was on. And I did not know that it was a full moon that day. Um, so it was kind of divine timing. So I think in my human self thinks that the day after Christmas is maybe a bit too quick. Like maybe it needs to be a couple days later, but I'm trusting in divine timing that it's supposed to be on the full moon and it's supposed to be right that day after Christmas. So you guys enjoy this episode. I hope you get a lot out of it. And if you aren't local and can't come to this in-person event, but want me to host one online, message me, either DM me or email me. That information is also in the show notes. And let me know you want to have one online and I'll see if there's enough interest to also host one maybe like the Wednesday after Christmas this year. Okay, you guys, enjoy the episode. I give you back to uh, previous Vanessa. Okay, let's talk about the Christmas season and codependency, shall we? So the first, I'm going to go through four things today. That's first what I want to say. And the first thing I'm going to talk about is that people tend to not have an accurate representation of how much they're doing or how much energy they have. And so my first tip for being less codependent this holiday season is to actually take an honest evaluation of how much energy you have. And I know that people try and live up to their standards of past years, of what they have done in other years, but you might not have that level of energy this year. And I would say that even if it wasn't 2020, but it's especially true this year. Um, if you've been in shelter in place and quarantine the whole year with an alcoholic or an addict, um, that's a pretty effed up situation. That's really stressful. You might not be able to pull off this year the amount of decorating or the amount of food that you normally make or baking, um, you know, I don't know, like a dozen different kinds of cookies that might not be in your wheelhouse this year. And so you really need to take an honest temperature of how much energy you have. If you've been feeling slower, if it's been harder to do the everyday tasks, then maybe you need to take a strong look at what you normally do and decide what can get cut this year. And that can be really painful for some people. So one of the ladies in the People Pleaser Recovery Roadmap, she has a long history of Christmas involves certain things. And I, I've even said this to her that she's rigid about it. And she knows this about herself. And to her, it doesn't feel like Christmas if all these elements aren't there. And so she understands why she has been this way. But literally in our call today, she was able to say, you know what? Um, because of circumstances in her life and for her own, you know, privacy, I'm not going to get into those. But for because of circumstances in her life, she has realized that this year it's not possible for her to do what she normally does. And so she's letting go of some of the cleaning. She's letting go of having the dinner exactly the way she wants it to be. She's letting go of the decorations being done by a certain point in the holiday season. 
Um, and she has clung tightly to almost a level of perfection around the holidays. And I, I am seriously impressed that she was able to say, I need to let things go. I mean, I can't convey to you guys enough about how long and how hard she has been holding on to keeping things a certain way um, without getting into oversharing the details of her life. So I would say her rigidity and her, you know, need for it to be a certain way is like a nine or a 10. She might even joke and say it's like an 11 and a half. And I feel like she's come down to a, like a level seven or a level six of needing it to be a certain way. So I guess that's a way I can convey to you the difference, um, which for her is much less stressful. And she, she actually said, you know what? I really enjoy Christmas lights. And in the past, we have never been able to go out and drive around and enjoy them because we've been so busy getting ready. And this year we're going to have time because I'm not so busy getting ready. And so because she was able to let go of something, you know, her almost perfectionistic ways, she is going to be able to welcome in something that she loves and that is going to help her feel light inside. It's going to help fill her soul, being able to go look at Christmas lights and how people decorate their homes. But she couldn't give herself that gift before because she wouldn't make room for it. And so because she's shedding and making room, she can now welcome in this new thing that she wants to do this year. And so you have to evaluate and be realistic with your actual energy level. There, and for myself, very early on in December, I decided that I was not going to do my normal big Christmas letter. And I know you've probably heard me talk about my Christmas letter story in the past and you know how that relates to my desire to make the Codependence Holiday Planner. I won't tell you that story again today. But this year I was like, I'm not doing a big old letter to 80 people. I'm probably going to send cards to my immediate people, which is, you know, 10 to 15 cards. And I haven't done it yet. Um, I'll probably do it this weekend. But I've decided that I'm I'm just going to limit myself to that because that's what I have the energy for this year. And I just want to relax. I don't want to stress out about getting all these cards out and what kind of letter do I want to write. I don't want to do it. So I'm not. The second thing that can really help you get a tighter grip on your own reality when it comes to codependency is you need to take an inventory of what you expect of yourself around Christmas, um, you know, or whatever holiday you are engaging in. And so literally make a list of all the things that you do. And this can seem absurd because of course, you know, your list, you know, it's in your head. But there is a difference between realizing something in your head and writing it down. And the purpose of this list is not to make a checklist. That's not what we're doing. This is another way that you're being honest with yourself and evaluating. You're inventorying your tasks and you're just writing out like cooking that you do, cleaning that you do, decorating that you do, people you buy presents for, food that you prepare, um, how many um, connections and events do you do, cards. Like, what are all the things that you expect yourself to do and that you expect your family to do? Because sometimes you can't make it to multiple events if you're doing events this year. I know many people are not. 
And so when you see the list written down, you might think to yourself, well, yeah, that's, that's what I do all the time. Um, but this list is going to become relevant um, in, you know, the next one or two things that I talk about as well, because you're, you're going to reference this and it's going to help you see reality. But also when it's written down, you might realize what an insane level of mm, expectations you have of yourself. So it's just a good thing to do because you can kind of go, whoa, how am I supposed to pull all of that off? Right? How are you supposed to pull all of that off? You don't have to be perfect all the time. You can, you can let it go. You can let some of it go and do what you want. I'm going to say that again. You can do what you want. Okay. The third thing, just ask yourself, who are you doing all of this for? And you actually want to go deeper into this question because of course the first layer is, well, I'm doing it because I think the lights are pretty or I like the stockings hung that way or whatever. Or I'm doing this because my partner really enjoys that cookie at Christmas time. Or I'm doing this because I like to create a magical Christmas for my children. Or I'm doing this because so-and-so family member enjoys it. But I want you to go deeper than that and maybe ask yourself, well, why does that person enjoy it? Or why do you need to be the person to provide that to them? Um, Who are you if you don't provide this? Because maybe you're avoiding who you think you will be judged to be if you don't offer this holiday service. I'm going to say that again. Maybe you're concerned about who you would judged, be judged to be if you do not offer this holiday service. So maybe it's not that you enjoy doing it. And, you know, maybe you do. But maybe it's two-pronged. Maybe you enjoy doing it and maybe... You can't imagine what people might think of you if you didn't do it. And that can be crushing for some people to recognize that they are actually not doing it for the fun, even though they might actually think it's fun. They're not doing it for that reason. Actually, they're doing it to avoid the pain of the judgment or the assumptions that people have or not meeting somebody's expectations. We will do a lot of things as humans to avoid rejection because it feels so painful. And because humans are tribal beings, um, we are wired at a deep level, at a deep subconscious level, at a biological level, um, to be in community Because in community, back when we were all tribes, community was safe. Because it protected us from animals, it protected us from, um, you know, nature danger that was non-animal. I don't know how to say that. You know, and then it protected us from other, other tribes who maybe wanted, you know, to fight us or whatever. Just a second. It's water time. 
And so I want you to really ask yourself, not just for the surface answer of who are you doing this for, but a deeper level. Go a couple layers down. And if you can ask yourself why questions, not just who are you doing this for, but why are you doing this? It's really going to help you. And I want you to know that you might become resistant to this process. And so you're only going to go as deep as you want to go with this, right? You're only going to find what you're willing, not what you're willing to find, but you're only going to, you're only going to push yourself as hard enough as you desire the growth. And so if you're not ready for the growth yet, you're not going to keep going. But you might become resistant to the process of asking these questions. And you might say, this is stupid and throw your journal aside. Or why in the world is Vanessa recommending that? I blah, 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 blah. And then go off on this internal rant in your mind about what you don't like. And that's you protecting yourself. That's you protecting yourself from finding the truth of what's on the other side of this. That's you not wanting to discover something that your subconscious knows is there. And so the more resistant and animated and angry and defensive that you become in this process of asking yourself, who are you doing this for and why are you doing this? The more resistant you become, the closer you are getting to the truth. And so know that if you start to get mad and angry and defensive, that, okay, if I keep going, I will find the real answer. And sometimes the real answer causes tears. Um, but so, even though it might cause tears, the real answer can be freeing. It can set you free. And it's not always as awful or as debilitating as some people think it might be. But our psyche is like, we have protected this for a long time on purpose. So we are going to continue to protect it. But maybe the psyche didn't really need to protect it anymore. And that's why you're doing this work. That's why you're listening to this podcast. That's why you're asking these questions because your psyche doesn't want to protect it anymore. Or you don't want to protect it anymore, but your psyche's like, ah! Also, as you dig down in there, you might find an abstract answer that doesn't make a logical connection. Well trying to think of an example and I can't think of one that's of course convenient right now <laughs> but like you know um a is you know what you're asking about but then the answer that comes up is it's related to tiger and you're like how is a related to tiger but trust that there is a connection you don't necessarily need to throw that answer out just because it doesn't make immediate sense to you if that is the answer that welled up inside of you um listen to it and it, it might not be clear in the moment, but jot it down somewhere where you can continue to reflect on it. And when you have more space and distance from it, um, the connection might begin to make sense. And then you will say, oh, now I can see. Now I can see how it is connected. And, you know, I've been working with people in their minds and their histories and their past traumas long enough to know that there's a lot of really random connections out there between your history and what you end up behaving like now um, in the current moment. And so trust me when I say that sometimes the most abstract connections are the most profound and deep ones because that means that you're really getting at the root of something and there's a lot of layers in between them and twists and turns.
Okay, so the fourth thing that the fourth thing that I want to say about, you know, holiday time, Christmas time, and something that you can do to be less codependent during this holiday season and hopefully enjoy yourself more is to ask yourself, how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel this holiday? Maybe you want to feel light. Maybe, you know, like um, buoyant and, you know, full of joy inside of you. Maybe you want to feel happy. Maybe you want to feel relaxed. Maybe you want to feel connection. Maybe you want to feel, um, you know, kind of a symbol of the holiday for you, whether that be like the feeling of Santa or the feeling of Jesus or the, the, the feeling of community connection or the feeling of peace, like whatever the feeling is that you want to feel, identify that. And now we're going to connect it back to that number two item of taking inventory of the literal tasks that you do. And does your current holiday list support how you want to feel or does it get in the way? Does it get in the way of the feeling that you want to create inside you and inside your home? Because you, um, you know, most listeners are women. So you as the women, you feeling a certain way can um, extend that out kind of from your heart throughout your entire home. And so if you are feeling good and you're extending that to your home, you can help everyone in your home feel that way. Um, and that's an energy thing. Um, and of course, we can't force other people or cause other people or make other people um, how we want them to be. But we can, you know, decide who we're going to be. And if they want to pick up on our positive energy, if their soul wants to pick up on our positive energy, then they can do that. And so that can help buoyant everything. But you are only able to extend that light and that feeling of wonderfulness everywhere in the home if you are engaging in self-care. If that inventory list of what you are doing for the holiday only includes things that bring about the emotion and the feeling that you want to have, and not, I'm going to create a manufactured experience for my family and children that is magical looking but requires so much effort that I am not able to be present with my family. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about simplify to amplify the magic because it's almost like you shift the magic from manufactured to actual. Um, and it, it, everyone can feel it even if they can't articulate it. So if you are finding yourself going, oh my God, this is really powerful. This is exactly what I have been needing to understand myself better this holiday season, uh, every holiday season. This is the kind of information that I'm sharing with you. And this is the kind of process that I'm taking you through in the Codependence Holiday Planner. And you can go get that through the link in, you know, the, the podcast description. I was like, I can't remember what it's called or the link in my bio on Instagram. And there's still time for you to deepen into um, what you're experiencing. And there are specific activities that I have in there that are about evaluating your actual energy um, that, that guide you even more 
uh, you know, and there are actual activities in there about how to take inventory of what you're doing and how to go deeper into what you're feeling. And so I go, I have even more guidance for you in the codependence holiday planner than I, than I gave you here um, in the podcast. Cause you know, they're just, there's not enough time to do at all the level of depth that I did in the planner. So I wish for you a blissful holiday where you are experiencing the exact combination of emotions and feelings that you wish for yourself and that you are having a peaceful and joyous holiday season. My dear, go be amazing. Thanks for tuning in, Soul Sister. Do you want to hear from me more? Sign up for my Transforming Your Codependency text messages straight to your phone every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for inspiration and education. To sign up, text PEACE to 877-338-0875. To spread this message far and wide, screenshot listening to this podcast and share it on social media. Be sure to tag me. I love hearing how you're growing. Get amplified.